1: Encouragement and empowerment are our business, and this is what we do. Greetings and welcome from Victim to Victory to our podcast episode 5. I am Miss Mary, your host and holistic wellness coordinator. Our mission is to share good news. You are not a victim, you are victorious. You can live a full, good life victoriously. We help people navigate from victim to victory by empowerment through education, which we will be doing on this weekly podcast, our holistic wellness events, services, and our online resource center, encouraging you to live your best life by possessing a holistic approach. Feeding the spirit Mind, body, and making it a lifestyle. Simply put, encouragement and empowerment are our business. And that is what we do. Well, I want to thank you listeners for listening and sharing the SoundCloud link for our podcast with others each week. This is an educational podcast, as I say each week, so you have homework every week, which is to listen to the podcast episodes and share the SoundCloud link. The information is empowering, and that's a good thing. And I know you want to do something good. (laughs) I know that you want to do something good for people so when you receive the soundcloud on tuesdays you know what to do that's right you're gonna listen and share and also if what you're hearing while you're listening you like it while you're on the soundcloud page please i need you to click those likes okay so we're gonna move on from that and um I'm going to take it to the throne of grace before I go another further, so precious Father, gracious Father, once again, it is such a pleasure and opportunity, Father God, to come before you, Father God, and just give you praise, give you glory, Father, thank you for this day, Father God, thank you for the listeners and everyone, Father God, who will be listening and father, thank you for. Having Pastor Lord with me, that's all you. I am so honored and just thank you, God. And we praise you, Lord. Move us out of the way, Father God. Have your way. It's all about you. We want to do your will, Father God. And uh, thank you, Father God, for every family. Everyone's listening, Father God. You know every need, Father God. So we praise you, Father God, for taking care of our needs, Lord. And Father God, as we continue to grow, to be not just hearers, Father God, but doers as well. As we continue to learn to take care of your temple, we give you all the glory, honor, and praise. And thank you once again for another successful podcast. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. All righty, all righty, guys. Um, as I always remind you, we are educational uh, podcasts. So I want to just um tell you why I'm thinking of it before I forget. Uh, for the listeners, again, make sure you grab you something to take notes. Well, this month, um, well February, breezed on through here, um, by the time you hear this, uh, listeners, by the time you're hearing this podcast, uh, episode 5, it will be March. And I always like to kick off our month um, with an education on feeding our spirit in a positive way, which is essential to living an abundant, victorious life. And so um, this evening, I am ecstatic um, about our guest that is joining me to help us with this. And he is Reverend Lloyd Key. And I am truly honored uh, that he took the time out of his busy schedule to have a conversation with Miss Mary. So let me introduce Reverend Key and uh, then we're going to get this conversation started. So uh, Reverend Key is the Senior Pastor of Riverside Community Baptist Church. Reverend Key is, um, well, he has been since January 2020 but a member there for over 20 years. He is a teacher, speaker, and a licensed insurance agent in the state of Georgia who has more than 18 years of teaching the gospel of Christ and mentoring the youth and converts to Christianity. Pastor Key chairs Riverside Leadership Board and served multiple years as assistant trustee chair addressing financial and business concerns of the church. Pastor Key also served as evangelism leader at Riverside, leading members out into the community and spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ. Sunday school and Bible study has been a passion and teaching the saints about the word of God. And Exegesis and I looked this word up and pronounced it. Exegesis, the living Bible. And Pastor Key gonna correct me. Pastor Key has a BS in master communication and minor study in sociology at California State University, East Bay. He has over 20 years management experience in corporate America and 12 years in financial experience in the banking sector. He is married to associate pastor Jennifer Key for 18 years. The most important title he holds in life, and I love this, is a servant of Jesus Christ, husband and servant to God's people. His greatest accomplishment is accepting Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior. Pastor Lloyd Key is dedicated to building God's kingdom, one soul and family at a time. I love that. Um, so, um, once again, um, I'll introduce to you, we'll present to you, Reverend Key. And um, so i told um pastor key um i I call him pastor key um he's no stranger to me and um the associate pastor his lovely wife of course she is part of team victory so if you follow me on teleconference if you followed us on teleconference then you know jennifer she is a part of our wellness our mental health team and um she hasn't been on in a while of course very busy she was already busy now she's pastor's wife and associate pastor so i don't know when we're gonna get jennifer (laughs) to come back but once again I um contacted her and we did get Pastor Key, so I, I knew if I put her up to that, it would happen. So praise God, <laughs> praise God, Pastor Key, and with all those titles you all heard, um, I love Pastor Key is my favorite title, uh, with the many titles that he has, um, and it, definitely my favorite. Uh, It because it certainly reminds me that is one of my prayers answered. It was. I was praying for you, Pastor Key, you and and Jennifer. Um, And (laughs) God answered that prayer in many of ours. I know um, that he is Pastor Key of Riverside Baptist Church. Now, speaking of prayer, that is our topic um, for this evening. I heard Pastor Key deliver um, an amazing message. I think that was back in January on prayer, and prayer is one of my favorite topics as a student of the Bible, Um so I was having this conversation with God about, okay, God, who is it that you want to pick, who is it that you have chosen, because he already chose, he already knows, I just didn't know, so I had to go to him, the one who knows, and who he <laughs> wanted, which I always do, um, to answer so you guys know the answer to that right so pastor lord key is here so um i thought we would start pastor key by asking i'm going to start by asking you the question what is prayer what is prayer
0: well i tell everyone you know far as sometimes when we're in the church or uh when we watch programs we we try to make prayer very mystical but if you look at prayer and 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 the whole of of what prayer is. It is expressing a thanksgiving to God. It's communicating with God. It's talking, but it's also listening to God. And I like to give a good example of prayer. If we can take it back into the Garden of Eden with Adam and Eve, it would say that God would walk into the garden on the cool of the evening. He would come in there. And Adam would communicate with God. Adam would have conversations with God. God will, if you look at when God put him in, in the Garden of Eden, God directed Adam what to do, uh, where to go, how to, you know, as far as uh, he wanted him to, to take care of the land. So if, you, if we want to go to the pure sense of prayer and communicating with God, I like the example of Adam in the garden of Eve, uh, that he would communicate with God. And he had, before sin came, he had no shame, no pride, no anything. He was in there naked talking to God. So Mm -hmm. if you look at prayer, it is communicating, talking to God. But one of the most important parts of prayer that a lot of saints that we miss out on, it is listening to God. We do a lot of talking. We do 90% talking or sometimes 95% of talking, or sometimes 100% talking. But we don't spend time to listen mm. to what God has to say to us. So prayer is talking, communicating with God, and listening to God.
1: Mm, that's so good. <laughs> that is so good. And you're so right. And a lot of times we, we just don't want to hear. We hear something. <laughs> we, right. but yeah wow so it's a dialogue it's not a monologue it's a dialogue
0: yes yes yeah. yes because if if you look at it uh when we go to god a lot of times we're petitioning we're going to god petitioning but if you look at really the sense of prayer we're communicating with god uh, a good portion of our prayer and our communicate with god should be praised it should we should bring in also to a worship. sometimes we forget that in aspect of our prayers because we're too busy a lot of times when we're coming to God, we have our hand out. we're saying, "Give me, give me, give me, I need, I need, I need." Instead of sometimes when we go to God praising him, worshiping him, uh, giving him the honor, his due, uh, tell him how good He is, and glorifying God. because yeah. if you look at it as a child to a parent. How many parents would want their child, every time they come, he or she comes to your room and knock on your door, I wanna go to McDonald's, I want this, I need that, I need this, I need that, and then just close the door and they're gone. How many parents want their child to walk in their room and say, hey mom, hi dad, how was your day? I just wanna tell you, you're an awesome parent, you're an awesome mom, you're an awesome dad. I really appreciate you put food on the table, you, you 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 provide shelter, you protect us, you keep us. I just, I'm not even coming here asking you for anything. I just want to tell you how awesome you are. Or a parent to say, you know what, uh, uh, mom and dad, I want some direction. I need to listen. I'm not going to tell you all the things that I want to do. I want to get your insight. I want you to direct me. So if we go to God petitioning, uh, not just asking, but praising Him, worshiping Him, and then asking for direction, asking for uh, that the Holy Spirit would guide us and listening to Him, we would get so much more accomplished. We would make less mistakes. Uh, we will, our spirit will be right with God, and, and, and if we're communicating, praying with God, and our 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 life is right with God, and and we're in a a good place with God, we'll be in a good place in our marriage, we'll be in a good place of our church, we'll be in a good place of our relationship, but it, it all starts with our prayer and our communicating with God
1: yes and uh pastor lord you actually got ahead that was one of my questions i think it has to do with because now in my own personal life in my prayer i think it has a lot to do with i can tell i contributed to my spiritual growth you know it, it all comes together it, because that's what i do now rather than asking I always coming with a list once again is is praise. I do a lot of praising and, and prayers of yeah. thanksgiving, and I think it yeah. has to do with our spiritual growth. Um, because I, and and even in listening to other people's prayer, I sometimes i was like, why are we asking God for things He's already given us and He's already told us. Why not praise? You know, I love praise and worship, <laughs> just praise. So I think it has to do as we grow spiritually we become um, our prayers change I know for me uh, that's what I see in myself it has to do with my spiritual growth and knowing and once again just you know being a student of the Bible and studying because once again he's told us a lot of the things I hear us asking for God has already said you know the strength I can do all things to Christ who strengthens me. So why would keep asking him for strength? You know, it's already yeah. there. Just use it. So that's, that's really good. Um, another thing is who should pray? Who should pray?
0: You said who should pray? Mm-hmm.
1: Who should pray?
0: Well, first of all, we all should pray. We all, it's, it's important as mm-hmm. Christians that we pray that we, pray and keep that communication line with God. But we should, as Christians, go out to the world and tell uh, unbelievers. We should go and tell those who don't know God about who he is, because a lot of times when you go to places, people believe that, well, I don't have my, my stuff together. I don't have things in the right place. So, uh, I don't, I can't pray to God. Why don't you pray to him, uh, to God, for me? Because He won't hear me. I don't have my myself together, and I have to remind them that God hears your prayers. There is, you know, and and the Bible tells, there's no none righteous, not not one. So we all have fall short of the glory of God. So we need to go out and tell the world that they need to pray to God. They need to communicate with God. Because even if you look at Romans Road and, and you look at salvation, it comes with acknowledging, praying, and communicating with God what Christ did on the cross. So it's important that unbelievers understand how to pray. It's, it's important that believers, but it's also important that we pray with the right motives. Mm-hmm. Because even when we look at James 4, verse 2. Okay with james 4 verse 2 to 3 when we go to god a lot of times when we are it's letting us know that far as when we're praying uh he's talking about how we're fighting and quarreling and how we're acting but it's, we're not receiving and the reason why we're not receiving because we're acting with the wrong motive it said that we're spending it on our own pleasure so we have it's important and that when we are praying also too that we are praying in god's will we make sure that we are lined up with god what he wants us to do so it's very important that we teach those out there even as far as in the world those who who do not know christ first we have to teach them on the prayer of salvation on how we can take them down the roman's road but then also believers that we want to make sure when we are praying because everyone should pray because the Bible tells us to pray without ceasing in first thessalonians five seventeen so it's important that we pray without ceasing. That means I'm not saying nonstop that you're just going twenty four hours, seven days a week, you're not stopping, but what I'm saying is that it is a recur- recurring that you are constantly in the presence of God. You're constantly communicating with Him. You're constantly listening to Him and allowing Him to guide you, His Holy Spirit to guide you. So everyone should pray. Amen.
1: Great. Amen. Amen. And you took us where exactly? I asked their question so you would take us <laughs> because we want to. We want, of course, the believers know. And I remember you saying one of the great things that you said um, when you were delivering the message on prayer. Um, You said that it's essential that Christians pray. You know, it's essential. That is part of our, um, and I I want you to, um, I want you, that quote that you gave that Dr. King had, um, you had quoted from Dr. King about the Christians um, without prayer. You know what I'm talking about?
0: Yes, Mm yes, yeah, Yeah, quote said to be a christian without prayer is no more possible than to live a life without breathing and that's actually yeah. from uh, martin luther mm-hmm. uh and it tells us the, it's just an essential that prayer is just so important as a christian prayer mm-hmm. is like breathing but it's important it's so important that we tell the world we don't want to just stop with the christians we want to go out to the unbelievers so that we can lead them to Christ so they understand they need to pray about everything. Because Philippians 4, 6, 7 tells us we have to, to be anxious about nothing, but in everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. See, people think on the outside, and like we uh, this past week we had drive-through prayer outside of... Uh, our church and we were praying for people in the community that was driving by that was walking by because a lot of these people may not come to a church they may not come into a physical building but it doesn't mean that we cannot introduce them to christ so we were teaching and praying for people who have been church hurt who have not been in church for years uh Mm -hmm. who don't go to church uh people who are walking down the street who may have been uh high or are on alcohol and understand they think you know I'm not worthy enough to come to God so you pray for me. I cannot. And I, I let them know that Christ came to this world to die for you. You can go mm-hmm. to God yourself through Christ. You can go to him. You don't have to wait. Don't wait till you sober up. Don't wait till you get off alcohol. Don't wait till you you stop lying. You, you go to God. See, when you communicate in with God, he's going to direct you, but he's going to first always direct you to Christ. And as you go through Christ, you're going to have that relationship with God. But Christians, it's important for Christians to pray. But it's important for us to go out to the world to let them know that God hears them. God died for them. God heard the children of Israel crying. Just remember when they uh, kept going to false gods and, and God separated himself for 400 years. And it said that uh, and the children of Israel were under bondage and they were under bondage under Egyptians. And it said God heard their cries. God heard them. What, why did he hear them? Because they were praying. They were praying. So when the world understands that God hears them, so an unbeliever understands that God hears them, and we teach them, tears just roll down their eyes because they did never think that they were worthy enough, because they thought they had to go into a building. They were worthy enough for God to hear them, but God hears, God hears the loss, because that's how they're going to accept Christ as their Lord and their Savior. They have to do the Sinner's Prayer so it's important that we teach believers and unbelievers that god wants them to pray to him about everything about salvation uh provision when you're lonely that you just need to talk
1: to him you're
0: hurting you're yes. sick you know you need a job you need to go to god with everything
1: Yes, yes, amen, and I think people, if you just remember, it's really, and I always love to say it's a conversation, you know, so if you just remember, like you, and you can, you talk to him, I mean, that's my best friend, he's my best friend, so (laughs) you just talk like you're talking to your buddies or whatever, you know, so um you know what i'm saying so once again it's so important prayer is so essential i love that i love this conversation and i love the fact um pastor lord that you all had. i thought that was such an awesome idea to have a drive-through prayer i tell you so um, we are so um, thankful for that, um, and I know that so many was blessed, and that's so true, as you were saying, you know, some so many people these days, um, they don't go to church, you know, we always say that we may be the only sermon, you know, that people see, so we, once again, we might be delivering the only prayer, they're not going into to the church necessarily to get the prayers either, so... That is so key. I love that um, idea and what you all did. So uh, let's talk a little bit about, and you you really talked earlier, I think, um, that was one of my questions. We were talking about the types of prayers that we pray when we we're talking about the, the prayer of praise and, and that type of thing. So um, is there anything that you wanted to add in that area as far as the types of prayers?
0: Well, I would say the types of prayer, and I want everyone to hear me, the type of prayer that you need to pray to God is about everything. Hmm. Petitioning, requesting, praying for others. Uh, God lets us know, in James, uh, about praying for others. He talks about... In in James 5, if anyone is sick or afflicted, Mm -hmm. let them call on the elders of the church. Let them pray over them, anoint them with oil. And and it tells us that the faith shall save the sick. So we got to pray to God when we need healing. We got to pray God when we're hungry and we want him to to provide for us. We got to pray to God about before we start our day. Uh, about guidance and direction, mm-hmm. we have to pray to God about how to treat our spouses if we're married. We got to pray to God on how to 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 teach and how to uh, discipline, how to talk to our children. We got to pray to God when we're in the corporate world on what we should do and how we should be good employees. We got to pray to God before we make any decisions in our life, because. First, Jan- First John five fourteen 14 says uh, this is the confidence we have in approaching God that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. So we got to pray for anything that we do, everything that we do that we do it in God's will because he hears us. So I don't want us to get too caught up in categories. What I do want us to focus on every aspect of your life needs to be given to God, because God will hear in his will. So if you're having physical problems, or you're having, um, um, like someone was talking about how their hair was falling out, and they didn't know what was going on, and why their hair was falling out, and they were just baffled. And, you know, you go to the doctor, you go to the doctor, and you're just like, how, what is going on? And the doctors can't really tell. And then God gave them a revelation to go to a particular person to find out what was going on with them physically. And it was actually something that they were eating. Mm. So, of course, you know, they go to the doctor. They thought it was cancer and all these different things. But when they brought it to God, God gave Mm. them a revelation Mm. on who to go to. And when they went to that individual, they ran some tests and it was a holistic person. They ran a test the type of test and find out it was something that they were eating mm. so even in that situation about your hair God said he knows every uh, hair number to your hair if you're having anything anything in your ass your life if you're thinking about marrying a spouse you need to go to God to mm-hmm. find out is that in His will if you're thinking about taking a job yes. you need to go to God as is as your will if you are uh, trying to lose weight, you need to go to God about that. If you are uh, taking someone in to, uh, to be your friend and, and, and you are uh, sharing your life with them, you need to go to God to find out, is this in your will for this person, for me to be covenant with this person? If you are thinking about going into business and uh, you need to go to God, if you are going to buy a car and you're going to enter a contract, you need to go to God when you wake up. You need to go to God about everything aspect of your day. If you're in the day and you're in the car, you need to go to God mm-hmm. about what you should do. And when you come home, you need to go to God before you even eat your food, your dinner. And you need to go to God before you go to bed. So everything, every aspect of your life, you need to go to God and give him everything. Because First John five fourteen, he says that, A court is he, We pray and approach God. Anything according to his will, he hears us. Yes. So, what you want to be in his will in every aspect of your life, knowing that he hears you, that means he will direct you.
1: Yes, amen, amen, amen. hallelujah. Yes, and you know, Pastor i always say, um, just like I like to kick off the month, that's my day. You got to kick off your day with um going through and i always say now my thing is okay god what's your your agenda because i said it makes so much sense why wouldn't you go to your the one who made you the one who he already know he already wrote your story so why would why wouldn't (laughs) you go to him and ask you know but um yes once again about everything I before I'm going to the <laughs> store lord I want discounts you know I want <laughs> even if I I want favor you know I'm asking for favor yeah. I do <laughs> So once again, yeah, that is just awesome. We should pray and ask him about everything because he's the one that knows and it's his will. (laughs) Yeah, and I said, now we should have learned that so much earlier in life. (laughs) So we want to teach the young people because as you ask and I talk to young people a lot of times I will hear them say when you talk to them about prayer, they say, I don't know how to pray. Right. So what would you say to that person? And not necessarily young people all the time. I, you know, I hear old people say that, too, but mostly when I'm talking to the young people. So what would you say to them?
0: Well, and, and it's so funny you say that because working with the young people in in mm-hmm. the church,
1: mm-hmm.
0: working with people, you know, far as that are unchurched, because a lot of times they do say that. I don't I don't know how to pray. And I just tell them, just let's just start with just let's just start with thanksgiving and praise. Mm-hmm. Let's just start praising God. Let's let's find what are you thankful for. Uh, because Psalms ninety five said, Let us come into his presence with thanksgiving. Yes. Let us make a joyful noise to him with songs of praise. And they'll just start thanking God for a child will start thanking God for their mother. They'll start thanking God for food on our t- table. And we hear children praying about that, and we say, "Oh, those are general prayers," no, those are not general prayers. They are thanking God. Those are things that they're thankful for. So if we can just start out, and I tell people, let's just start out with thanking God, and yes. it may sound they'll they'll judge their prayers about by listening to others. And I say, don't judge your prayers about listening to others judge your prayers about how god has been good to you and he's your father so let's go to him like a father not just a god in in somewhere out there in the universe you don't know but let's go to him like a father and as we start praying and they're going to him so we go into him with thanksgiving we also go into god for us and uh, uh what's on your heart and I I had children, uh, um, a couple of weeks ago, a child, um, as we were praying, was crying. And, like, what was going on? They said, because my grandfather is sick, and, you know, as, and they believed that he was dying. So this child understood what was going on between life and death with their grandfather, but they didn't know how to express it, but when we got into prayer, he opened up his heart that mm-hmm. his his worries was about his grandfather. So it was like, well, let's pray for your grandfather. And as we start praying, and as we start talking to God, it brought him a peace. Mm-hmm. But we, ha- I had to meet the child where he was at. I could not say, well, why you don't have any faith and you're not trusting. You know, mm-hmm. I had to meet him where he was at because where he was at with his prayer. He was with his grandfather. So I couldn't talk to him about, okay, let's pray about food. Mm-hmm. That's not where he was at. So a lot of times what I say it, when I teach people to pray, let's start off with Thanksgiving, but I also want to know where are you at? Where is your relationship That's with right. God? Because if you mm-hmm. don't know him as a Lord and Savior, then my prayer that I start that person out with is the salvation, far as prayer mm-hmm. of salvation. I take them down Romans Road, but if they know Christ, but they're dealing with a loss, then the prayer is to help them far as with their loss, to praying for their hearts and their peace. Mm-hmm. So not just general, because not one general prayer is, is going to be sufficient for everyone, but it's important to start them to thanking God, the thanksgiving, but also starting after that, Where are you with God? Where is your relationship? Unbelievers, Mm -hmm. salvation. Mm -hmm. taking them down Romans Road. If you know Christ and you're hurting and you have a situation where uh, you experience loss, then I'm praying for peace. I'm I'm starting with them about peace. I'm giving them the word of God, giving them scriptures, but also in the prayer. But I'm also listening to them because how are we going to know how to pray? how to teach someone if we don't
1: listen at first to
0: find out where are
1: they Mm -hmm. exactly that's good that's really good Mm -hmm. so um pastor what would you say um if you were talking to a couple about prayer and how important it is to to well um let you answer that. I'm stupid it <laughs> you asked my question. What what would be your advice to a couple that's starting off with married you know, just married?
0: Well, my my advice to every couple is that prayer is the essential of your relationship. And it's important not only to have your individual prayer because sometimes we forget when we become married, when we are married, we are one. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times we forget, We well, I prayed in, in the bathroom and you prayed out here and, and you got home a little bit later. So I ate food and I prayed over my food and you prayed. No, no, no. It's important for couples to understand, let's go to God. As, as one and because you are one in flesh doesn't mean that you don't pray during the day but it's important before you leave the house it's important as a couple to pray together mm-hmm. uh before my wife leaves before she leaves the home i pray over her or she prays over me mm-hmm. uh during the day i'm praying for her um uh, And if situations arise through the day, we pray, we communicate to God, we go to God, and we listen to God. At night, before we go to bed, we pray together. I pray over, and sometimes God wakes me up at night, and I'll put my hands on her, and I'll pray over, and she has gotten up at night praying over me. So I tell couples that prayer is the essential part of your Mm -hmm. marriage, because it will give you the foundations when trouble comes tribulations will come all those things will come but prayer will will be the glue the communication Mm -hmm. with god will be the glue the listening to god will be the glue that will keep you together when when the 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 romance and and the the uh the honeymoon and all these different things they they come and go but communicating with god being in his presence uh, and, and going to him and being guided by him and praying over each other it will remind you why you are together so you're not together because that person uh just because they're attracted you're attracted to them and they're attracted mm-hmm. to you yeah those things kind of come and go but you're praying together being in one unit in or unison together, coming together and, and communicating with God. That is the foundation that will keep you together when the storm comes. It will keep you together when it feels like the boat is going down, but you're going to God and you're communicating with God. It will keep that glue together so that when you pray, couples who pray together stay together. Yes,
1: yes. And
0: don't wait till that other person get right because sometimes my wife have to pray for me when i'm not mentally and spiritually in the right place Mm -hmm. and sometimes i gotta pray for her when she is mentally and spiritually not in the right place see we cannot just pray for each other when we are right we gotta pray for each other because the bible tells us pray without ceasing Mm -hmm. pray for each other In the good, pray for each other in the bad. Pray for each other when you're mad at each other. Pray for Mm -hmm. each other that the sun does not go down on your anger and your wrath. You have to constantly communicate with God because he will give you what you need and direct you so that your marriage can stay fruitful and that you will be able to stay on the right path of what God wants you to stay with as a couple because it is important to know that you are one flesh. So when you are praying, you're coming to God as one, and it gives you power as you go into the world to know that we are praying together. So when Satan comes and tries to divide it, he can't divide because you've been communicating with God. You already know what God is telling you. So when the enemy comes, just like with Christ, when he was in the wilderness for 40 days and he fasted and prayed, satan came to him but see christ was already praying and and communicating and fasting with god he was praying he had the foundation so when the enemy came he could not separate him from god he could not separate him from the father because they're one they've been communicating so satan couldn't tell christ anything other than what the father because i've been talking to the father So when the married couples, as we go into God, see, when Satan comes and try to divide, because we know he comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but Christ said, but I come that you might have life Mm -hmm. and have it more abundantly. But it was going to come with our constant communicating with God so that we have the foundation and the strength to sustain us when trouble comes. Amen.
1: Amen. That is so good. Past we week, keep on and on and on about this prayer. But yes, it is so essential. I love it, and you know, you just did uh, the scripture in which from victim to victory is founded on. I love John 10:10 is our founding scripture. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yes <yeah. laughs> but that is so powerful and for the single ladies just listening, i remember jennifer said something so powerful you praying for a husband don't just pray for a husband you want a priest you want a priest as yeah. <laughs> pastor key was just saying somebody's gonna pray over you and pray for you so once yeah. again we want to put that in our prayers when we're <laughs> if we're <laughs> praying for a mate but, um, that yeah. is so powerful. And she did say too, as Pastor Lord, say uh, the, the, there are a couple that prays together, stays together, And I think prayer is also so powerful for the family, you know, to pray uh, as a family together. That is so key um, yeah. as well. Um, yeah. So thank you once again for this discussion, this conversation on prayer. Um, Pastor Lord. Now um this is uh we do commercial on the on here so we at this time this is your plug for riverside and um then I always say I don't know who our listeners are uh whether they are need that prayer of salvation but we each week we always take the opportunity uh once again to Um, give those who may have not accepted Jesus and know him as Lord and Savior um, that opportunity. I always like to put that invitation out there. So um, I will have you do that this week since you're on here with me. (laughs)
0: Amen, amen. Well, I just want to just, you know, just want everyone to hear my heart that it's just so, so important important first of all before anything that we know jesus christ as our lord and savior it is just so important that's the foundation because remember that he is the only way through the father so we can't get our prayers heard by the father other than just we have to go through christ so it's important that we go to christ And that as we accept him as our Lord and our Savior, we can go to God about anything and we're praying to God and we're going to him because he loves us. Before the foundation of this world was formed, he knew us and he loved us. And at Riverside Community Baptist Church, that's what we believe. We believe 100% of the Bible. We tell everyone out there, That if, I don't care what the state that you're in, that I know a God who loves you so much that he sent his only begotten Son. That if you believe in him, if you believe in him, you will not perish, but you will have everlasting life. So we preach the Bible, we teach the Bible, we pray. For believers, we pray for unbelievers that they may know Christ. So I would like to invite you, as far as to Riverside Community Baptist Church, we're at 4289 Flat Shows Parkway in Decatur. Again, 4289 Flat Shows Parkway in Decatur, Georgia. And you can come just as you are. Now, our Sunday school starts on Sunday at 930 to 1030. Our services on Sunday starts at 1045 to 1. We have Wednesday Bible studies from 730 to 9. And we go into the Bible, we get into the Word of God. And in March, actually, I'm going to be leading Bible studies through the whole month of March. And uh, I like to work on series so that we can really get into the Word and dive into it. We like to... To gnaw on the word, like when we get into the Bible, we like to, you know, get into it and get all the meat off the bone because <laughs> it's important. So yes, it I is. want to encourage everyone on the sound of my voice that prayer changes things. And 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 let me tell you, just because some of you and God just put on my spirit have prayed for a loved one and they have died, or you pray for a promotion you didn't get it, or you prayed. For something to happen or a family member to change and they never did it does not mean that prayer does not work because I tell everyone there are always three answers to your prayer yes no or wait just because we're praying to God he's not gonna always tell us yes He's not going to always tell us no. He's not going to always tell us wait. But one of those three things we're always going to have to do. So don't stop praying because you prayed for someone and uh, it did not work out. Don't stop praying because the answer to your prayer may have been no. Or your answer to your prayer that you've been waiting on for a year or two may have been wait. So if we have to understand that it's important that prayer We have to persevere through our prayer. And we got to understand that when we pray in God's will, he hears us. And when he hears us, he's going to tell us, yes, no, or wait. So do not, do not stop praying, but continue to pray, continue to talk to God, continue to listen to God, because if we do that, that is our power. That is the essential part of a car. Prayer is like the battery to a car. A car Mm. will not start without the battery. How can we start our day or go through life or go to work or get into relationships with people before we have the battery in the car that will start it? Mm. So understand that your prayer life is going to be essential to your future. So if you don't know what your vision is, you don't know where God is taking you. You don't know what to do. Then I say let's start with prayer. Asking God, what shall I do? Where shall I go? What shall I say? Should I be quiet at this time? Should I speak up at this time? Uh whatever you need, prayer is the essential just as a battery to the car is essential for it to start you can have a hundred thousand dollar car if you don't have a battery in that car it will not start so whatever you think how powerful you are without praying and communicating with God you are just like a hundred thousand dollar car that can't start and if you can't start that means you cannot be used for the function that you were designed to so start with prayer it will change your life and you will basically go through life with a asset a a a a line with god that he is directing you and you will have that line with god and he will direct you in 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 places and he will tell you not to go in certain places he will tell you who to trust, who not to trust, mm-hmm. what to do, and what not to do. It is essential. Prayer changes things.
1: Amen. Amen. Yes, it does, uh, Pastor Key, That is so good. You know, this morning I was, um, I was just just having to turn. I'm not a news watcher. But, um, the spirit led, I was really turning on and now I really don't even turn on to get the wealth. I used to try to get the wealth and you get all that other stuff in between. So I stopped doing it. I just look at my tablet. But this morning spirit led me to turn on, you know, Fox five was on and, um, did turn on right at the weather, but then they start talking about the coronavirus, So I was sitting there listening to that. And then earlier this morning, I just, I just put in my spirit, uh, Psalms 91 was on my mind and one of the things I love with the Bible is I love reading the different versions so lately the Spirit has had me reading um, it's called the Passion Translation and I love the passage translation, Passion mm. Translation so I read Psalms 91 I tell you I just got so happy and so excited because I was listening to them and you know like media always does when something comes along um, you know we and they they kept saying and they kept stressing that to prepare and not panic. And I was like, yeah, that's easier. That's not easy for a lot of people to do. And then especially the, you know media to hype it up. That's going to be the talk. You know, that's going to be the talk. So it's going of course that that um panic is going to come. And so I just kept thinking about um the Psalms ninety one. And of course in Psalms there are a lot of wonderful prayers and psalms but one of my favorite is 90 uh, psalms 91 and so i want to share this i always like to leave my listeners with something encouraging not that they have because we certainly have been encouraged with the prayer i know i have so i know that's encouraging but i just want to leave you with this and once again this is the passion translation and it says Um, And I'm going to read the whole thing because it's just, and I want you to remember this as you listen to those news watches and as things uh, happen, uh, once again, we are praying and and focusing on God, the one who is in control. I always like, like to say he's larger than charge. But Psalms 91 in the Passion Translation reads, When you sit enthroned under the shadow of Shaddai, You are hidden in the strength of God most high. He's the hope that holds me and the stronghold to shelter me. The only God for me and my great confidence. He will rescue you from every hidden trap of the enemy. And he will protect you from false accusation and any deadly curse. His massive arms are wrapped around you, protecting you. He can run under his, you can run under his covering of majesty and hide. His arms of faithfulness are a shield keeping you from harm. You will never worry about an attack of demonic forces at night, nor have to fear a spirit of darkness coming against you. Don't fear a thing, whether by night or by day. Demonic danger will not trouble you, nor will the powers of evil launch against you. Even in the time of disaster, with thousands and thousands being killed, you will remain unscattered and unharmed. You will be a spectator as the wicked perish in judgment, for they will be paid back for what they have done. When we live our lives within the shadow of God Most High, our secret hiding place, we will always be shielded from harm. How then could evil prevail against us or disease infect us? God sends angels with special orders to protect you whenever you go, defending you from all harm. If you walk into a trap They'll be there for you and keep you from stumbling. You even walk, you'll even walk unharmed among the fierce powers of darkness, trampling every one of them beneath your feet. For here is what the Lord has spoken to me, because you have delighted in me as my great lover. I will greatly protect you. I will set you in high in a high place, safe and secure before my face. I will answer your cry for help every time you pray. And when you will and you will find and feel my presence, even in your time of pressure and trouble, I will be your glorious hero, give you a feast. You will be satisfied with a full life, and with all that I do for you. For you will enjoy the fullness of my salvation. And that is Psalms 91, the whole chapter 1 through 16. And you know, I was just so excited, so I just wanted to share that. And once again, we just keep reiterating, pray. We have to pray. We have to pray for one another. Never cease. Don't stop praying. Um, just pray You continue to pray and ask God in every situation every decision we make and whatever we do pray and pray for one another and pray God tells us once again pray for our enemies pray pray for everyone so Um, Yes, but Pastor Lloyd, thank you so much. It has certainly been a pleasure and I thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule. I know pastors are very busy because they wear so many hats and so many titles. Once again, I appreciate you. And thank you. And I want to say uh, Riverside is uh, those of you, if you're looking for a church home or just visiting, as he said, you've been invited. And I always love to go to Riverside. It's just a warm, they're a warm um, church and um you know when you walk in you just feel that wonderful spirit of god the smiles and you know it's one of those churches you go and and they they might have to tell you okay it's time to go home now we get ready to turn the lights out because you just don't (laughs) you just don't want to leave but it is um we we love i love riverside and i love visiting there so once again um, go by in and, and visit. And who knows, that might be your church home. So, <laughs> yeah. yes. So um, yeah. definitely do that. Uh, as I said, if you're looking for a church home, you definitely want to have that one on your list. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. All righty. Um, we're getting ready to leave. I just want to remind my uh, listeners, as I always do each week before we sound off to all the listeners, I really need you to help us out by sharing this podcast. This is podcast number five. Once again, you share the link with your family, your friends, your associates, your co-workers, and all those social media platforms that you all go on. And don't forget to tell um, all of you all, everybody, to, to listen and share the link. Because once again, we are... It's it's great information and you good news. So, and we certainly want them to hear um, this on um, prayer. We certainly do. We want we want everyone to hear and know because we know the power of prayer, and um, yeah. what it will do. And just think about um, what Pastor Lloyd is saying. If everybody has that attitude and everyone prays, um, certainly things would change. Things would change. Yeah. So. Thank you once again, Pastor Lloyd, and we're going to say, until next time, we're tuning off to our listeners. Thank you.
0: Thank you, everybody. Have a blessed day.
1: Thank you. You as well. Bye. (laughs) Bye-bye.